The 32nd edition of the Montreal International Jazz Festival in 2011 kicked off with two sold-out shows by one of the biggest names in music, the one and only Prince. The concerts would take place in one of the most intimate venues in Montreal to just over 2,000 adoring fans and would mark the first time in nine years that Prince would find himself on a Montreal stage. Four hours, seven encores, and a myriad of career-spanning hits, Prince brought the party and the funk to the funkiest city in the world. Among those lucky fans in the crowd that night was Jani. These are his memories from that incredibly special night. The Concert Goers, Episode 9, Prince at Metropolis, with your hosts Jessica Dion and Jenny Fiasque. Jess. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? I, um, I'm very excited because I'm excited to see you because I haven't seen you in a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen each other in a while, uh, virtually, of course, that is. Yeah. It will be nice um, when we can record an episode in person, eh? It will be nice. It will be nice. Uh, but it's good to be back, uh, fresh. Yeah. And uh, super excited. Also, like this month of concert goers has been epic. It has been epic. Our our last episode with Bugs Burnett, which talking about Tina Turner was unbelievable. Oh my God, it transported me. I wish that we had been there and I wish that we hadn't missed the opportunity to see her but if you haven't given that episode a listen go back and and uh, listen to it because it's really really fun and bugs is so entertaining his stories are, are fantastic and if this is the first time that you're listening to the concert goers um we are two concert goers we're just yep. fans of music fans of live music and we cannot wait to go back to a concert so until then we are <clears throat> looking back on some of the best concerts we've been to and inviting some guests along the way. And today, we are talking ah. about the one and only Prince. Yes, we so, are. And it's a very special one for me. It's, it is going to be... I know it's a special one for you, and I really would like you to walk me through your Prince fandom. Because honestly, you <laughs> are the biggest Prince fan I know and mm. that I have ever met. And while I really, really, really appreciate Prince as an artist and, and, you know, his just, he's an unbelievable, he's like the most gifted guitar player or was the most gifted guitar player in the world. 100%. Um, but I want you to, to tell me about that because I just never got on, I just, I never caught the bug, you know, the, the, the Prince bug, but yeah. I, I know that you did and I'm really genuinely fascinated by it. Well, I'm glad. That, thanks for having me on, Jess, uh, on, our, on our podcast. That's uh, <laughs> um, I'd like to point out also that we did not plan this, but uh, this week is five years yeah. since Prince's passing, which is really, really nuts. Because uh, I feel like I, I remember like it was yesterday. Um, but it, we didn't plan it at all, guys. Like this is just, it just happened to be, this is the episode we're talking about today. I'd like um, to think that we we may have known on some other level. Yeah, he sent it to us. He was like, you, you, got, you, you got to do it. And I was like, all right. You know. So what, what is it about Prince? What am I missing? I don't know what you're missing. I think what people... Um, this is the thing. You, you had to have seen him live. Okay. 
to really catch the bug. And if you had seen like performances prior, like television performances or the Super Bowl performance, for example, um, which is still regarded as one of the best, uh, it's definitely the top five. Um, I think there, right there and then, you kind of were like, this dude is from another planet. Mm -hmm. And then the music itself, I discovered on my own. Um, I remember, I I didn't listen to Prince from when I was a young kid. I listened to him when I was a teenager. Okay. My mom bought me um, an album called uh, Ultimate Prince, which was like a, a compilation. And it had uh, hits on one side and like B-sides on the other. And I had known the hits, obviously, but I loved the B-sides. Okay. So um, that kind of propelled me getting more into him. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then it was kind of an inside joke with my mom. I was living with my mom at the time and she would always be like, oh, a prince is coming to Montreal. <laughs> but like, he was never coming to Montreal. Like, she was just like, you know, <laughs> Your mom is with like me. trolling you. <laughs> yeah, she was like screwing with me. And I'd just be like, what the hell is... And, and um, but then, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I discovered Purple... I, I had seen Purple Rain uh, throughout my movie going experiences. But... Um, uh, I, I, I bought the, uh, the album and, uh, and that changed the movie experience for me because I had never listened to the album. I had always watched the movie. Can I just uh, point out here that one of my favorite um, depictions of the Purple Rain experience is yeah. during the Golden Girls when Sophia is listening to Purple Rain on a cassette player. <laughs> She's singing yeah. really out of key. I'm sorry, this has nothing to do with it, but That's I just hilarious. every time I think of Purple Rain, <laughs> I, I forgot think about, about that. that. <laughs> so, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So I, don't, I don't know about I don't know about the obsession. The, the obsession really came. I'd always been a fan, but the obsession really came when I first saw him. Okay. Perform live. When like, When did you this... see him the first time? Just so that we can understand where where you're coming from. The first time I ever saw him live was the show we're talking about today. So Oh, come on, really? I thought you had yes. seen him before that. No. What happened after oh, that boy. was was that was the first time I ever saw him. And then I literally saw him once a year almost after that. Well, for 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 four years, for five years. Yes, until okay. his death. Right. So, um, but we'll talk about that later because mm-hmm. it's very what happened was very ironic. Right. But um but yeah, so the first show I ever saw was 2011. And I remember my mother calling me saying <laughs> Prince is coming to Montreal. And I was like, shut up. Yeah, he's not. I've heard this before. But he was. Wow. Okay, so the the shows, there were two shows, right? Uh, yes, correct. So it was the an 24th early sh- of June and 25th. Okay, sorry. I, I thought it was uh, he had done two shows. So he didn't. He did one on the 24th and one on the 25th. Right. Oh, you mean in the same night? No, it was two two separate evenings. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Because it was late shows. There were late that's shows. That's right. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how did so your mom tells you about this? <laughs> yeah, I remember where First I was. First of all, how did she? Yeah. How did she? She? How did she find out? Was she like? I'm beginning to think that your mom is on a prince was on a prince uh, fan club mailing list. <laughs> beginning to think this. Uh, something like that. <laughs> I remember exactly where I was. I was working at the grocery store at the time. Oh. Uh, and, uh, and I didn't have my phone on me, my cell phone on me. So she called the store. Wow. To tell, That's dedication. To tell 
to tell me. And, I, and, and it's weird because um, our, our station, 92.5, was always on right. at, at the store. And, um, and they would have announced something like that because they, they would play Prince every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, and it, was a ma- it would have been a major concert announcement. Yeah, and, and I, it was always really loud, the speakers. So I, didn't, like, I didn't hear anything. And then she calls me. She goes, Prince is coming. I'm like, this is why you called me. Like, I, I'm working right now. Like, there's a rush of people. I was probably there ordering a sandwich. Probably. Like, Prince is coming. Go check your phone. So, I, you know, back then, like 2011, it's not as, the internet on your phone wasn't as quick as it is now, you know? No. Uh, So I go, and believe it or not, it's two weeks before the show. That's incredible. That's insane. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I'm I'm coming. I'm coming to Montreal. To be honest, there is no artist bolder than Prince. Prince can literally walk up to anybody and say, you know what? I've decided that I'm going to play on this night. So whatever you've got scheduled, just move it. And that's you- actually what happened. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I read that. And I thought- uh, a French Canadian artist had Metropolis uh, up uh, that evening and they said, sorry, we have to move you because Prince is coming. But and- <laughs> it, it wasn't, It to be fair to that artist, it wasn't because Prince didn't want them to perform at Metropolis. It's because he didn't think, or his crew didn't think that they would have enough time to dismantle the, like, because Prince was playing, yeah, Prince was playing at a late show. So that person, I don't remember what the name of the artist was. It was uh, Ariane Moffat. Was it really? Okay. Yeah. So French uh, Quebec act, and she would have been, like Honestly, I would have been, I would have been honored. Me too, but she probably was upset. I'm, I'm gonna go. No, up. what happened was she was moved like to I think it was Club, Club Soda. Soda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was which is which is smaller, but yeah. So so just just to set the stage a little bit, Club Soda is a is a much smaller venue capacity, but nine hundred, I believe. Yeah, thousand max. Yeah, and um, Metropolis, which is just on the other street corner is a uh, capacity of about two, 2,300. So mm-hmm. it's not like it was a huge, you know, it, it, they didn't have to go very far. No. But you slashed her audience in half, basically. Well, let's <laughs> yes. be honest. It probably wasn't a sold I understand, show. but I was being generous. Okay, so he announces these two shows. Yeah, and also at the time, uh, Prince had no uh social media. He had no website. Right, because he had like this anti-internet Thing. Yes, he was yes. still on the anti-internet thing. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Okay, it's it was very hard to keep up. I think that's probably why I had a hard time because I couldn't keep up with what with the antics. Yeah, with what Prince didn't like. Okay, what he right. was against this week. So I think I just didn't understand <laughs> the whole thing. Um, so how did you buy tickets? How did you end up buying tickets? Yeah, um, so there was both shows. There was the, the two shows they announced uh, right away. It wasn't like Salah Sala one announced another. There were both. There were two shows, two late night shows, eleven thirty in the evening. Uh, I wanted to go to both, right? But uh, financially, I couldn't. Right. So I decided to go on the first night because it's the first night, and it was a Quebec holiday that night. That's true. Um, <clears throat> so um, I, I they were bought on, uh, I believe, Ticketmaster. I think that's what they used. That's what Metropolis used at the time. Flat fee? Still, it was uh, $150 for a general admission ticket. That's ridiculous. And I believe the, bal- the balcony was reserved seating, 
those 300 seats that were reserved. And I think it may have been the same price or like 175 or something, but okay. I knew I wasn't taking the risk to, uh, to choose a reserved seat. No, so I was, I just... was like, I, I'm going to do the floor. And at the time I, you know, I'm not old now, but I was younger and I was like, yeah, I don't care. So. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I, I agree with you. I, th- I don't think I would have risked it either. I think I would have just oh, taken no. whatever ticket was there and yeah. just you're in the building and you'll figure it out. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, the crowd was fine too. I knew it would be like a mixed crowd. It wouldn't be like a super young crowd. Everyone like mosh pitting, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, uh, I really hope no one mosh pits at a Prince concert. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I know. I know. I'm actually, <laughs> as I'm saying it, I'm thinking, hmm. he would have yeah. tried to prove me wrong. <laughs> he would have like, Oh, you want to see a mosh pit? Yeah. That's and just, <laughs> yeah. That's just yeah. So who did you go with? <laughs> I went with my ex. Okay, I'm a little disappointed because I think maybe your mom wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, I think, actually, I think she was a bit upset. Okay, because I just, I feel like if your mom kept saying it, maybe she wanted to go. That, pro- you're, you're probably not not wrong. Uh, the thing here was that I had a situation that yeah. I needed to buy tickets. And I think also the fact that the show was at 11.30 p.m. Right. My mom was less inclined. I don't, you know what? I, I listen to that now, that 1130 start time. And I have a little bit of anxiety because I don't think I could do it. <laughs> oh, no, you could do it. hundred percent. Yeah, probably. If, if, if Paul McCartney announced the 1130 show, you'd be like, all right, just got to sleep during the day. Yeah, I, w- I would figure it out. But if you had said to me, okay, we're going to go see Prince and it's at 1130, I probably would have said, okay, I'll get back to you. <laughs> and you never do. No. I don't. I let the text messages just sit there for days. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. So your, what was your lead up to the show? What did you, did you go? I mean, cause it's, dude, because it's so late. What, how do you prepare dude, for a late show? Dude, I, uh, I, I, I remember getting there super early because I'm like, I need to fucking, Not surprised. sorry. I need to get, <laughs> I need to get a decent, decent place to stand, right. you know? I probably got there. I don't necessarily remember, but it was probably around in like the seven o'clock area, 7 p.m. area of the show. The doors opened at um, 1030. That's that's actually really late. It is. But also I I, uh, didn't know when. And I remember now I remember being not too far. You know how much the the, the line user wraps around at the building. Um, I believe I was where the, 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 the trucks were. Okay. So in context, that's about, I don't know. Like half a block. Yeah. Half a block from the, the doors to the venue. So that's, that's yeah. actually not too bad. Yeah. And what was the vibe in the, the lineup? Like were people really excited? Oh, it was nuts. People were wearing funky stuff. Oh yeah. Um, people were ready. He hadn't been to Montreal in like nine years. And and the show before, actually, two shows prior to that, he had, he made a jazz fest appearance again, mm-hmm. uh, and people, <laughs> and he did it at Plaza des Arts, and people uh, walked out. Why? Because he wasn't because he wasn't playing the hits. <laughs> oh, that's a very Prince thing to do. Because at, at the time he had released an album called uh, called Rainbow Children, and it was all like um, jazz improv. So he did oh, a God. bunch of that. But then what happened in Prince form, the last oh, yeah. half 
was all hits. So they they just they if they had just stuck it out, they would have heard the hits. Yeah, yeah. Which that's is the genius. Of which the is kind of what he did. Well, it, I mean, he didn't play the 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 album, but I mean, that's kind of what his how he set it up that time too for this show, where he played that's how all, he did it for yeah. for years. That's how he did it for years from like the from like the mid two thousands when he would tour. At one point, he was only touring Europe, and he would literally play whatever. He he didn't. He people were like, we we're not here. We know he's not gonna probably. The only thing he. I think always played was like Purple Rain. That makes sense. But everything else was like, yeah, it could be, it could not be. We don't know. Oh, that's a risky thing. It is. And if you're not a massive Prince fan, it can be frustrating. Yeah, I can understand. But at the same time. But you're there for the experience. He's genius. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So once the line, the line starts to move, you get in. Yeah. Was yeah, it, did you have physical tickets or were they uh yeah i have it somewhere okay. it's like a, but it, but in metropolis yeah you know fashion they rip it yes so i think it's like instead of print it's like rinse nice it's the lesser known act um yeah. okay so then you go in and what's because i've been to shows like general admission shows where as soon as the line starts to move people push Kind of like in the U two episode that we talked about, mm, yeah. But this is a little bit more civilized because no, it's, it's in a, yeah, it's in a venue and the crowd is different, as you pointed out. Yeah. It's a mix of all kinds of ages, all kinds of people, yeah. And so, where were you standing in relation to the stage once you finally got in? I got in, um, and and I I walked as fast as I could. I went. I I, I did a quick glance to see if there was a merch stand, which there was not. So I was like, okay, no merch stand, good. So I just I went straight to the floor, and I was literally like, um, fifty feet. Oh, that's fantastic. From him, and I was smack in the middle. That's yeah. Don't don't you miss that right now? Like, I mean, I normally yeah. hate that. I normally be hate no, being I would surrounded, but now I I would go back at any point. For any, any point, any I would concert. do it. And honestly, for any iconic artist, like let's say, even if let's say Bruce Springsteen would announce like a, <laughs> a, a show like that for general admission, I would do it. Yeah, I would too. I keep saying that I will never do another general admission show, but we both know it that depends. that's that's really not true. It depends on the artist. And exactly. Paul, if, if you're a, listening, if a, I will um, wait 23 hours on the Plains of Abraham again. I would. I don't want to, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the one of the things that I. I think is very interesting and important to mention is as you said before, Prince is so uh, adverse to technology and internet and whatever. And he had a really strict camera policy, right? Not that night. Really? Oh, come on. He's, you know, he's always it's, so notorious for, you know, kicking yeah, people out know, or whatever. I know what you mean. Uh, what happened that night? I I thought for sure, um, it it was in a small venue. How are you gonna have people unless you're you know? I don't think the technology of locking the phone away was a thing yet. Probably not. And how are you gonna stop people in a crowd from you know taking pictures? What happened? I think that was the that's the only show that I saw of his that didn't have camera control because. Mm. I don't say this often and I don't share it with a lot of people, but I have great video of that night. Okay. So we'll be hearing yeah. from Prince's estate. 
Um, <laughs> there, it's nowhere. It's literally, it's on my laptop. Uh, and I, I look at it every once in a while because I just to get that. Please don't ever share it. Unfortunately, we won't be yeah. sharing those. Videos. No, I know. I won't. I won't share that. It's too. I, I think a handful of people have seen those videos. I don't even think you've seen. No, them. I haven't. Now I want to, no. though. But well, you might get a, like a weed transfer, maybe. Oh, and you just hear me screaming in the background. <laughs> that there's one of the videos where I'm just like, ah! I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's generally your your reaction i forgot i had a girlfriend for like four hours so it was great that's I was in my own i was that's, in my when, own. that's when you know that you're completely immersed in a concert <laughs> I, I have concert rules when i go see paul mccartney don't look mm. at me i know you do don't you know we're not talking um don't look at me <laughs> this isn't my favorite song but it does not give you the permission to come up to me and talk to me there's a lot of those so I, I get you i i understand i'm really surprised though about the camera thing, but I it makes sense. Yeah, so if everybody I. is standing, how the heck is someone supposed to, yeah. you know, get and say, yeah. take your phone down? The only other time that that happened where I did a general admission thing again for Prince was when he uh, played the Bell Center in 2015, okay. also with two weeks' notice. Uh, Bell Center, by the way, that's like 10,000, it was a 10,000 seater. Yeah. Um, but he can sell that, he could sell that out. No, yeah, I think there was like 8,000 tickets sold. So uh, that show, I did general admission pit. Mm -hmm. And there, they told you not to. The people were like, the, the security was walking in right. the pit. Okay. But then at one point during the show, he's like, this is the moment to take out your phones. <laughs> so that you do it. And everyone's just like, tut, 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 you know? And then that's it. And that's it. Okay. And you respect yeah. him because he's Prince. A hundred percent. And you do yeah. not want to lose. And I'm like, I, he wants the experience. He wants you to have that experience of like, just you're there. That's it. It's in your brain. And to be honest, that's the, the purest form. Um, yeah. I mean, I know. And it's fun to have keepsakes from the shows. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I know we, we have some from various shows. But there have been shows where I've forgotten, uh, you know, to charge my phone or I don't have anything. Mm -hmm. And I've just, you know, I, I'm just paying attention and that's it. And, yeah. and you know, you know, you've, you've done it for yeah. Prince and you know what it's like. So... Yeah, it was for that and also for the whole estate thing that uh, yeah. if you I, at that point I, up to Prince's death, you couldn't find anything of his on YouTube or on streaming services for that matter. Right. But now it's yeah. now it's a little bit more Yeah. Uh, I mean it's it's just more accessible to the fans, I think. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I think I would have to go back and go into the catalog, but I'm hoping that you will take us through the set list and uh. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> okay. The most important part of the show, how did it start? Like what oh what's what's the vibe? Like I don't know. I want to know, you know, how the lights go down and what's going on. Yeah, I there was there was some like um like soul music playing on the speakers, like that's, you know, the fashion of it, like just, you know, people literally waiting impatiently. And Prince either starts on time or super late. But that night it was like 11:30. On the nose. And the light, the lights went off, and like the band, and he was he was touring with the MPG at the time, mm -hmm. the New Power Generation, and uh, and the band comes on, he's not on yet, um, but the band starts playing, oh boy, just like this like huge like thumping get like funky track that no one had no idea what it was. I had never heard it before. Um, and it turns out it, it, it's never been released anywhere. He literally used to just like start some shows with that song. 
Um, Another very Prince thing to do. Yeah. And it was like super, uh, I, there's actually a video of it, of the, of like a minute of the start of the show on the Montreal Gazette website. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, so that song, uh, you, We Live to Get Funky, is just, uh, I, I, and also you can't find it anywhere. Like it's just, it's there in the, in your brain. And I, and I literally think of the song often and I'm like, that's such a great song. So like, Princess what? State, if you're listening um, and trying to find uh, G's videos, maybe release that song and we'll <laughs> think about giving you the videos. <laughs> yeah. And I remember just, I remember him coming on uh, <laughs> and I, I was so floored. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, holy shit, that's Prince. Like he's like fifty feet away from me. What was he? What was he wearing? All black. Okay. Uh, like o- button open shirt with the open up to like uh, yes, you know the middle. <laughs> uh, his guitar around his 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 uh, the guitar strapped around him. Um, and just I remember him just like if you watch that video for, that I said for the Montreal Gazette, you just hear him like Montreal. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. He could have just Stop. done that and you would have been fine. I, I, I remember losing my mind. I remember like, like I lose my mind a bit at concerts, but this is the time where I lost my shit. Really? I lost like, it right from the get go. Oh my God. I was, okay. I was done. I'm like, this is happening. Like I'm actually feeling the energy from you. <laughs> like, I'm like, I want, <laughs> I wish I had been there to not recognize any of the songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And say so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave before the hits come on. <laughs> yeah, for sure people did that. But anyways. So he opens with that track that's not released. Yeah. And then he goes into some covers and things like <clears> that. How does he I mean I know that you look at set lists ahead of time. There wouldn't have been a set list for this, so you would not have known what was coming. No. He, he, he does a thing where he changes every show. That's that's really... I love that. Yes, Especially if you're a big albums. fan, I love that. Um, yeah. He played a lot of covers. Yes, he did. What are you, What were your thoughts on some of the covers? Tell us uh, a bit about the covers. Uh, I, I, I don't... I'm looking at the set list now. Like, uh, like People Pleaser by Andy Allo. Andy Allo is, was in his band. She's right. a guitarist. So she sang that song. So Prince took a break. Um, and okay, like, let's just <laughs> let's just mention that this is the second song in. Yeah, yeah. Prince he took, took a, a break. break. He took a he took a vocal break, and he just was playing guitar. You know. Okay. Okay. What was great? What was great about that show? He really likes. He loves the spotlight. But when it's time for like other people in the band to get the spotlight, he'll stand. I have like I, I think in some videos that I have of him, you, you just see his silhouette like in the darkness. Really. Like, because he's just in the in the back in the dark and he's just playing guitar like jamming with the rest of the band, huh. giving the the the, the you know the spotlight to let's say Andy Allo was his is a guitarist and yep. a singer, so um, but yeah then then uh, you know I don't know I it, some great covers he does the next song is like when I lay my hands on you mm-hmm. but my uh, is like uh, a, also a song that was <laughs> was like never released okay. uh, to the public it was it's released now. Um, he had a MPG music club at one point and okay. he released a bunch of albums on that. And that was one of the songs from there. And I, and I had only heard it like through really crappy lime wire, like bootleg stuff, audio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's kind of cool and it's a sexy ass song. Okay. So, um, 
So recommend then, then. Yeah. Okay. And that's like the third song. You're like, oh, he's getting sexy already, you know? <laughs> uh, the Crimson and Clover thing is yeah. a big is a big one. He 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 put that on one of his albums mm. called Lotus Flower. Uh, that is a Prince cover that I know. So it's very exciting. But but the thing is, it's Crimson and Clover, but the medley yes. is Wild Thing. I know. <laughs> it's really weird, oh. but it's super cool. It's so amazing. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad. I'm, that's one of the videos I have, and you hear me screaming in the back of the video because I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yes, there's some good uh, covers. Waiting in Vain was uh, was sang by by Andy Allo, so Prince okay. took a break again. Got it. <laughs> Foxy Lady is an interesting song that comes up on a lot of artists' set lists. Yeah, I don't I don't remember Prince doing that. I I feel like it was probably just a instrumental. Likely was. Um, yeah. A lot of people just like they jam out to that song, so maybe it was just yeah. like a, a a band jam. That's kind of cool. And literally, like up to this point, there's like eight songs and no one's questioning like okay what's happening everyone's just enjoying the moment you know what i mean yeah like prince is on stage no one's like oh when are you gonna play 1999 <laughs> ew go home <laughs> no but <laughs> so you're eight songs in do you have any idea how long the show's gonna last at this point no idea no idea what what were you thinking like you thought like a two two hour show i had hoped uh i don't think prince had ever done anything under that did you uh, I, expect? Uh, actually, I saw him once where he did ninety minutes, but, uh, but I mean, uh, I don't think it was a late show. I'm like, I'm coming to a late show. It's probably gonna last a while. It's interesting that in certain, most places, they would have like a curfew where they would have to, like, the venue curfew. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then artists have to pay ridiculous fees if yeah. they go if they break that. He probably paid that, or he just said, "I'm Prince." Because I, I, feel, I feel like that seems to have been a, a get-out-of-jail-free card. Like, I'm Prince. and I'd be, I'd, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's going along. At what point do you look at the time and go, oh, my God, it's... I don't think I did for okay. a while. I, I think I probably did. You know what I did was... Um, so I'd like to just point out that the ninth song of the set was was a song called Peach, okay. right? And Prince, as a Jehovah's Witness, um, had toned down some of the songs that he used to play. And Peach is a very sexual song. Yes, yes. Um, so I was very surprised, and that I, I love that song. Like it, it's it's a really like it's a tw- it's a, uh, a twelve note like blues yep. song, but it's a like he plays like a hard rock song. Um. So I thought that was really, I thought that was great. And then right after that, he plays Controversy. So like the hits are starting to, yeah, to, creep to show. In. Yeah. To show. And then Housequake, which is from Sign of the Times, he'll put, he puts that in there. But then uh, uh, it's like song 14 is like, good night. Have a good night. <laughs> good night, everyone. So he does like two covers. Also, I need to mention that um, Maceo Parker was uh, part of Prince's band for a while. Mm-hmm. Maceo Parker was a saxophone player. He used to play with James Brown. Okay. All right. So this is epic. So Pass the Peas was on the was on the set list, and that's that's a James Brown yeah. cover. Um. But so 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 Prince does the he makes Maceo do Pass the Peas, and then like he ends the first set with like Everyday People mm-hmm. by Sly and the Family Stone. Right. And then he's like, "Thank you, good night." That's when I probably looked at my watch and was like, "Oh." Uh, he's only been on for like 75 minutes. Did you feel um, cheated? But not cheated, but I was also 
I went in there like I don't know what's gonna happen. Right. So, so whatever happens, it's like okay, cool, you know. But then, like the next set was like off the hook. Okay, this this encore just the, and this is I will point out the first of seven encores. Mm-hmm. You're you're very correct. Mm-hmm. Let's go crazy, delirious. I need to, I need to point out something that that he comes he comes so the crowd is going nuts obviously and of they want to come back. Um, even though surprisingly, like a Montreal crowd sometimes can be snobbish. And they'll start like booing because like he's only been on for an hour, you yeah. know. But that's not that wasn't the case here. I feel like it was an experienced Prince crowd. I, I yeah, I hope. Okay. Um, but so then so the he comes back on stage with the band, and there's just like the the opening notes of like let's go, yeah. you know. I can, I can hear them. I can hear them. <laughs> I have that on video too, um, and just like like strobe lights and like things and and just the dearly beloved you know like that part and you're like wow <laughs> like this is happening like at this point if you there are two levels of metropolis the venue if you're on the top level you seriously consider throwing yourself off the balcony onto mm-hmm. the floor when yeah. those opening notes start i can tell you that uh i've been in that venue many times and it's never felt like that really like the roof was gonna blow off I can I can picture that. I wasn't yeah. even there, and I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's me reliving this moment. I haven't relived it in a long time. Um, but but after that first encore, it's it's it was like okay. But that, wait, so in that encore, there's let's yeah. go crazy. There's delirious. Then there's oh, by the way, it's all a medley, so it's one after the other. No, the break. Th- no, yeah. that's even cooler. Yeah, yeah it's all after one after oh the other. God. You you like you can't <laughs> breathe. Like you're just, no. it just one into the next? No. Wow. Okay. And then he ends that first encore with Little Red Corvette. And yeah, he does. Yeah. And then it's like, good night again. Okay. But now, okay. So now do you think when he said good night, do you think he's, he's gone or do you think he's coming back? No, I thought he was coming back because the, the crowd was, was too hot. Okay. Like the, the, the energy in the room was, was too high. Did he, do you think he planned for all of these encores or do you think he feeds off the crowd and then. No, it's a, Prince is a pure feel off everything. Like I have uh, so much respect for that. Like he feels off it. The the band, Prince's band, from what I've read, mm-hmm. has to know more or less four hundred songs. Because really? because he'll be like, um, yeah, we're not doing that. We're gonna do this, or he'll literally be on stage. To say the next song is on the set list to play, but he won't play that song. He'll play another one. Oh, how very fun for those involved. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You're yeah. in Prince's band, but I yeah. would probably be like, um, I have some notes. <laughs> I do. Um, Burn him. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So this, so now oh. we're, now we're ending encore one. Right. So now, um, okay. So then he, he's, he goes into encore two. Mm-hmm. Which is three songs, and not all of yeah. the not all of the encores are five or six songs. You know, some some of the encores are one song. So does he keep coming, like, good night after every encore? Yeah, yeah. Or he'll just walk off. <laughs> he would walk off. The band would keep playing, and they're like, oh, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> like I remember at one point, the band looking at each other like, "Is he gonna? Is he coming back?" Like you know, but like yeah, like he literally just stands off to the side. I wonder of his feet. if he's ever just left. <clears throat> 
yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, hundred percent. Is he coming back? I guess not. Yeah, yeah. and it, he's notorious for that. Sometimes he, there's there's stories I've heard where um, he was he's done arena shows, and uh, and he'd have to let's say end the show because of curfew, but then fans will wait around, and he'll like come out on his bike. Come out where? Like outside? Like uh, like on the floor and just like r- like right around the arena. How? Okay. How very Prince. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's just my <laughs> my whole takeaway from this experience is how very Prince. Yeah. Um. Okay. So more encores. More encores. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know. I guess there's an on um an encore which is just filled with and filled with it's three songs but it's all covers yeah i I need to talk about that please because i i i want to pause here because there's some really fun choices here take us through them so case of you from joni mitchell prince had prince was known to cover that quite often actually um one of his favorite artists as well joni mitchell um i have a video of uh thank you for letting me be myself which is to the medley of play that funky music. <laughs> okay, see that's this is what's really cool. So then it goes. Does it go into play that funky music? Uh, the 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 jam session, yes. Okay, but no, but the, no but, singing. So what happened was, <clears throat> what happened was Prince comes on alone for Case of You. Yeah. Um, and then he starts playing, just him and his electric guitar. Uh, thank you. Well, well, play that funky music. The riff. Yeah. Slowly, slowly, the band comes back. Slowly, because he's telling the band to come back on, like with his eyes, like hit your ass on stage. <laughs> They're probably like, "Look, we said three encores. Okay, please stop." So he's telling them to come back. Yeah. Where my band at? Like he'll say things like that, you know. <laughs> Which is really like boss talk for get your ass back on this stage. Yeah, and the band will come back and then like kick into the song, and then he, he Prince always said, "I every time I've seen him, he's always like." He'll be like, put the house lights on. And no one does that for him. Why not? He's Prince. Poor, poor guy. Poor put guy. the house lights on. Like, because he wants to see the crowd. Of course. But so, like, but why does no one do it for him? Poor guy. <laughs> okay, you know what he's gonna have to he would have had to put that on his rider. Like, when I ask for yeah. the house lights, turn on the house lights. Yeah. What are the house lights? <laughs> that's that's terrible. <laughs> That sucks. Like you're leaving him hanging. Yeah. Wow. That or like I think I, I think during that show he would be like turn all the lights off. Okay. He should. <laughs> you know what? I feel like he should just control the lights. Yeah. It would have just been better. Like have a dimmer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that that whole section was was nuts. I remember, I, and and I remember, um, I remember after that encore, just the the place was gonna erupt. Like he still hadn't played Purple Rain, all right. Well, he's leading up to Purple Rain at that point. He, he is leading up to it, but also I'm like maybe he might not play it, you know? Right. Um, but the place is literally going to erupt in the sense of, I remember being on the floor, and people started to like stomp their feet when he walked back off, to like make the no 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 not okay. in a bad way okay just to make him c- to come back to make it like make okay. everything super loud got it. You know, and like people on the balcony were like banging on like the, the stools or whatever. Should, I should mention that the the floor at Metropolis <laughs> at that particular venue is wood. 
So yep. when you stomp your feet on it, it makes a huge amount of noise. Yeah. So, so I remember the place was shaking like, like crazy. I can just imagine. <laughs> so he's, he comes back out. Yeah. He does one song. It <laughs> goes back off again and then yeah. comes on for purple rain. Yeah. Encore six. He does purple rain, which was uh, a guitar and piano only, uh, and a sax solo. Were so. you, were you happy with that? Or would you wanted to see a full band? Purple no, rain? I was fine. Okay. I was just so, uh, like purple rain is not my favorite Prince song, but it's so iconic. Yeah. Right. Oh uh, yeah. You can't, you um, can't ignore how iconic that song is. So for me, just hearing it for the first time live and like just him coming in, like you hear the opening notes and you're like, mm. <laughs> people, people are going nuts, like behind me, like, you know. Do, is uh, the, is the whole stage purple when he sings purple ring? It is. Okay. Cause that would suck. That would be a really missed lighting cue. If someone was like, I think we'll just do like an orange wash here. Yeah. Put the house lights on. <laughs> no Prince. <clears throat> but yeah, so that moment was magical. I also have that uh, that I recorded. So, Purple Rain, we just said, you know, it's such an iconic song. Does how long does he stretch it out? Because it's a pretty long song. Yeah, he does. He does it up to the the solo. Okay. And then um, he, the audience with the ooh oohs. Yeah, but they don't. Um, the audience doesn't sing the guitar solo. Tell me. No, okay. they don't. <laughs> Which I would mean, be epic. To be honest, I was on board <laughs> if they yeah. decided to do that. So you're welcome for that, Jess. Thank you. I uh, I always love these little sound bits that I can just mm. keep as uh, text tones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Th but then after that, you think it's done. You're like, okay, Purple Rain. He did Purple Rain. And then that's it. And then you're you're that's fine. Did people start leaving or was was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. People okay. started leaving. Jess, just so we're clear. Um, yeah. At this point, Encore, Encore 6, it's like 2.45 in the morning. Oh, my God. So he had been on for like three hours already. That's and So at this point, people started leaving like <laughs> after the second Encore. They're like, Honestly, well, it's because it. they were missing their own curfews. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I got to go home. And, my mom's mad. And I remember for some reason, I remember the, the because the floor was so tight. I remember at some point we had breathing room. Okay. Because so I was like, oh, people are leaving. That's in, that's intense, actually, because it takes a long time before you feel that breathing room. So quite a few yeah. people would have had to have left. It was three in the morning. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> but at that point, you're so into it. Yeah. You have to stay. Yeah. Okay. Does he leave? He, so he leaves the stage after Purple Rain. If you're counting, yeah, that, that would have been the sixth encore. Sixth encore, and it was his longest gap in between. Okay. So, so you really thought that? I I remember the house lights went on. Okay, so they for, did they, for real. <laughs> Just the house lights went on for real. Okay. So I'm like, this is this is it. But but I had heard I was like, I need to wait around before someone unless people someone's like telling me to leave. Right. I'll leave. You know. But then, uh, no, believe it or not, yeah. encore seven. So encore seven. Four songs. Four songs. <laughs> Raspberry Beret mm. kicks off. Mm. So now, now it's really those past few encores have been wall-to-wall -wall hits. Yeah, or covers, but or, or mostly, covers, but mostly yeah. yeah, hits. And then he does 
three more after that. Cream, cool. Yeah, cream, which which is interesting because again, with the whole Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. I know. Cream, I I'm actually like, was surprised okay. at that. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Uh, cool, which is the time cover, which yeah. is a band that he st- pretty much uh, founded. Uh, and Don't Stop to Get Enough by Michael Jackson, because I think it had been, uh, I think it was two years that uh, Michael had passed. Three. 2008. Oh, okay, 2008. Yeah. So, so it was three years. So, I, so, uh, so he covers that. Literally, um, Prince literally threw his mic in the crowd and was like, I'm done. Good okay. Night. So he's like literally not coming coming back because no, he doesn't have a mic like, anymore. Like that was it. He he threw his crowd like whoever caught the mic good for them. Did they, they probably, did they get to keep it? I don't know, but I'm I would have. He threw it in the crowd. So <laughs> finders keepers and not like <laughs> no 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 chuck I, it. He, I get, he tossed it. I you know. It. I didn't think that um, Prince was gonna just throw a heavy mic at someone's head. Yeah. But that was it. Like uh, the band is still on, and like he's like, I'm done. Like, good night, everyone. Like, just, and then, just, how long after does the band leave the stage? Like, is it okay? We're done. Well, they they do like an outro, and got it. And 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 that was it. Uh, they they left uh, after that, and then you wait around a little bit. But then, literally, people it, at this point, it's uh, like three fifteen in the morning, and uh, and and people are like the the, the security yeah, whatever is like, you need to leave now. Like, I've actually people, been told before. The house lines are on. I've literally been told by security before you have to go and me saying, um, I've seen this show before and this is not how it ends. No, yeah. no, this, this time it ends this way. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. And the look <laughs> on the faces of the security guards when they realize how wrong they are and right? how right you are, it's a look of disdain and it's a look of if I had more authority, I would throw you out of this venue for making me look like a fool. Security guards, if you're listening, uh, not all shows end after one hour. No, they don't. And yeah, if and if you were, and you know what, if you were security at that Prince show, I kind of feel bad for you because you're probably expecting to be home by one, and now you're home by five. Great. How yeah. Fun. So at this point, the show's done. It's like three fifteen, three thirty in the morning. He had been on for four hours, seven encores, like thirty songs. I have a, a just a, a little. Uh, how did you drove to the show? Yeah. Okay. Public transit in Montreal on the weekends <clears throat> is a little bit later, but it's only till one a.m. I believe, and on during the week it's a little bit earlier than that. So now the show has ended at three fifteen. How, man, the taxis must have made a killing that night, because you're asking me as if I would know. I had a car. I know that, I understand, but it's crazy to think <laughs> that all these people who expected to take the metro home, public yeah. transit home, they now yeah. have to they have to they figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, they all walked and um or they took the or car. They, or, or they slept at the venue. Yeah. They slept at the venue waiting for Prince for the next mm-hmm. day. Probably. Do you think there were a lot of I know you didn't go to the next show, but do you think a lot of people went to the the show the next day? I hope that they did. I, I know someone that went on the next day. Okay. Uh, the set list was more, it was less encores, but I think he played for around the same amount of time. Okay. Um, but the set list was more hit oriented the first night. Okay. So you're happy with your decision to have gone the first night? I would have loved to have gone to both, like I said at the beginning. But uh, yeah, I mean, if I had to choose, I, I'm, I'm glad I went to, I, I would have loved to have gone to both. Yeah. Yeah, but shoulda, woulda, coulda, and I, I like, I, yeah. I understand, 
And, you know, I, I get it. It's 150 bucks at the time. It's a lot of money. It's mm-hmm. a lot of money to go to a show, period. Mm-hmm. Um, but Especially to stand for four hours. There's that too. I, I didn't, we didn't talk about that. But the standing for four hours is a... But you forget about it. Back, yes. Yeah, but you forget about it. You only think about yeah, it yeah, the yeah. next the next day, the next couple of days. I hope yeah. you wore appropriate shoes, unlike me and my U two experience. Um, but you're not. So you know, you, how long does it take for you to take it all in? I mean, you know, at the <laughs> at the end of the night, you've just mm-hmm. been in a room full of Prince fans with Prince. Does it? You know, do you do you immediately go holy shit, or do you? Does it take a few days to sink in? I remember um, <clears throat> driving home that night and just kind of. I think I may have drove, which never really happens. I probably drove home and didn't listen to anything on the radio, just to mm-hmm. kind of soak it in. Hmm. And then I didn't sleep. I didn't go to bed till probably like seven a.m. Right. That makes sense. Um, but just to, yeah, I don't know how, I, I remember the next day, everyone calling me, my family calling me to be like, so whatever. <laughs> Did you, your mom called you? <clears throat> my mom, I was living with my mom at the time. Okay. So she just, it's so late. Like, yeah, I just got home. Well, she <laughs> was probably upset because you didn't yeah. ask her to go to the show. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, how do you take that in? How do you take the your first Prince experience, yeah. like a four hour show, how do you take that in? After that, it never, his shows were always great after that, but they were never like that. Right. You know what I mean? The, the, the next best thing I can tell you that I, after I saw him was that 2015 show at the Bell Center when I was in the pit was really, really good. Mm-hmm. But then the last time I ever saw him, uh, March 21st, uh, literally a month before he died. Right. So then on the, on the day, like, a month before he, he died. also announced that show really quickly eh? and then yeah they yeah the he tickets was on a, were... a piano and a microphone tour it was right. just him and a piano right at plaza are the smaller venue uh also he announced two shows that night uh i went to the later one because right. you go to the late one of course um two shows two different set lists uh and the last song i ever heard him play was purple rain wow does do any of the songs now hit differently that he's passed like lyrically or no i mean you know more along the lines of you were lucky enough to see him the amount of times that you saw him and is there a song that you that's more emotional now i couldn't um I couldn't listen to Purple Rain for for a while. Understandable. That was one of the songs that um, I remember when I found out that he died. I I took the day. I took the rest of the day off. I remember. I remember you texted me that day. Um, mm. It was, and you did, and, and, you, and you didn't want to text me because you were like, oh, I, I, didn't. I don't. And I remember I yeah. just if you you know I was in Vancouver. Uh, having just seen Paul McCartney the night before. And I was sitting in the hotel room with uh, a concert friend of mine. And her and I were sitting there just waiting to go for lunch. 
and we turned on the TV, and it, they just kept, they were reporting that Prince had died. And we both sat there going, what, what, what's happening? You're like, you're like no, it's not. Well, not. no, and, and you immediately seek, you know, it's like when Michael Jackson died, and it's, you know, it's yeah. all these things, and you, you immediately say, well, no, it's got to be a hoax. It's not real. It's not confirmed. It's not real. And you, you yeah. look for ways to, and you know, I've, I've said it, I've been honest. I'm not a huge, I was never like a huge Prince fan, but I knew how much of an impact that this would have. And I remember thinking of you immediately and going, oh my God, I don't know how you're going to, how you're going to deal with this because I honestly didn't know anybody who's a bigger Prince fan. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, I don't, horrible. Uh, I don't the first song I turned on when he died was Purple Rain. Right. I cried. I let it out. And uh after that I I couldn't listen to that song for a long time. I couldn't listen to to him for a while either. Mm-hmm. Uh just just to the just to the fact that I I knew I wouldn't be able to see him live again right. was like I like the dude was ageless. Mm-hmm. He was like 57 putting on like three four hour shows dancing like crazy playing guitar like no one's ever played guitar before people can call him pretentious people can do what they want like he he knew he was good he knew he was good and he knew like he like he knew like when he played he was like i'm the best like i know you know what and that's fine yeah you could see it in his his face exactly yes it's like that video of uh while my guitar gently weeps from rock and roll i was just about to bring that up he knows. He knows he's the. He knows he's better than everyone on that stage. Yeah, and they're like icon. They're also icon. I'd, I'd also like to point out one thing. There's a um a thing that's been going around for years, where supposedly somebody would have asked Eric Clapton what it felt like to be the best guitar player in the world, and he said, "I don't know. Ask Prince." It's not a real thing. It, it was oh. that was never said. It was actually said about Jimi Hendrix, um, okay. and somebody just took it and it was debunked, but. I didn't know that until I looked for it (laughs) (laughs) because I took it as fact for so many years. Right. (laughs) But it was so believable because he was ultimately the greatest. I mean, Eric Clapton is like godlike. Yeah, he's great. But Prince, there will never be another artist like Prince. There just won't be. The sounds that came out of his guitar, like I, I sometimes I, I when I listen to th- things, especially live performances, now that they're more accessible, I'm like, how are you doing that? Like, how are you making it sound but, like a spaceship? But even, you know, <laughs> you you brought up his Super Bowl, uh, yeah. performance, which is one of the most epic Super Bowl performances ever. Yeah. Mm. It's what I I was watching a, a little um, a segment and the guy who was in charge of the production or something like that. He opened the blinds the morning of the Super Bowl and it was pouring rain. And he was yeah. like, oh boy. And he went to Prince and he said, you know, can you play in the rain? And Prince said, can you make it rain harder? Like he was yeah. just like, I don't care. I'm doing this. The skies opened up. There was like a downpour during purple rain. It was like the greatest yeah. thing. And yeah. no other artist would ever dare to put on four-hour shows with what he wants to play, you know, how he wants to play it, and it, go it, to the Super Bowl and say, make it rain harder because it's all good, you know? Yeah. So 
to your point of view, another planet. Exactly. That's, that's what I always come down to. Exactly. And the pretentiousness planet. that you, that some people may perceive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But he went out and played in the ring. Just going to say. <laughs> yeah. Know? So during purple rain. Exactly. It was, it was <laughs> like a, it was like a gift, but it's, it's, um, it's really sad. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad for you that you won't get to see him again because I, you know, I could really feel while we were talking about the show, how much, you know, how much you loved him as an artist and how much you still love him as an artist and, and, and how influential he's been, um, in your musical journey. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's really, um, it, it is really sad and it's, it's, it's especially sad, uh, as you know, as we are now, in the fifth, you know, it's the fifth anniversary of his passing, which is yeah. crazy to think. And yeah, I I went on to see him five more, well, a total of five times from that first initial show. And he actually, that same year in 2011, he right. came back to Montreal. Right. Uh, to play a bigger show at the Bell Center, mm-hmm. uh, which I went with my family. It was, that was kind of cool. Uh, with my mom. So. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you were holding on till the end, Johnny's mom got yeah. to go to the show. Yeah. Then I had seen him once in Vegas because I happened to be, I was traveling to Vegas at the same time that he was going to be there. So I went to see him there. That show, it was interesting. It was, it was an okay show. But it's um, not nothing like this. No, nothing no, like Nothing, nothing compares like to this. <laughs> see what I did there? I said you. I, I would like some points. <laughs> you got points. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, if, if you could have... There's a there's a really funny episode of New Girl, uh, which is a TV show <laughs> with uh, Zoe Deschanel that was popular a few years about a few years back now, and Prince appeared. He was a fan of the show, and he yes. appeared on an episode, and two characters, uh, Jess and Nick, are sitting on a bench, and Prince appears, and if you get a chance, just check the clip because Nick, the character of Nick, screams. And if you would like to know how G would have reacted if he had ever been, you know, within a couple of feet, not 50 feet, but a little bit closer, one-on-one with Prince, that's how he would have reacted with a very high-pitched it, squeal. High-pitched <laughs> and, squeal and followed by and some fainting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, do you think you could have handled that? Do you think you could have handled meeting him? I don't know. I've heard stories where like it's interesting to meet him, but then other stories where like he just he doesn't care, you know. Like, not that he doesn't care, but he just he sprints, <laughs> you know. I got it. Like I don't know. I, I mean, if it would have been a moment where it's just like he's there and like I'm here and like uh, I definitely freeze. But like There's not no over, about not over Zoom. Not over Zoom. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I'm. I'm I'm really happy that we talked about this show. I know that it was it was one of the ones that you wanted to to look at the most, and I'm I'm happy that um, we we got around to it and that we are able to mark the fifth anniversary of his passing with something really really happy. I mean, these are really happy memories, and they're really fun yeah. to talk about. And I'm I'm glad that you shared them with us because it's uh, it's fun. It's always fun to hear these things. Thanks for hearing me out. It's a, I haven't spoken about this show in a really long time. I, I haven't spoken about it in depth like this ever, but uh, I, I, I appreciate the opportunity to do so. And well, it feels good. I feel good. I rem- I'm remembering things, and now I'm just going to dive into Prince catalog and uh, for the next week. 
You do that. I. You know what? Cool. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at this set list again. Maybe take some of your recommendations and uh, yeah. maybe finally immerse myself in the Prince catalog and then watch me become a super fan who can never see him live. Never. <laughs> oh my God. How terrible is that? Oh my God. Okay. Well, you know what? This is a good place to wrap it up for uh, this episode. It was just a, quite a, a journey and I'm really happy that we got to go, uh, got to take us uh, through that together. It was really a lot of fun. And yeah. uh, next week, new episode, new concert, maybe maybe a special guest maybe. maybe 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 a special guest um also if you're not doing so you can follow us on social media yes. of course twitter instagram and facebook the concert goers check it out yeah. follow us there enjoy our polls yeah have fun yeah exactly and and you know we want to hear about uh, your concert memories as well and For what sure. shows that you, what shows you've been to what shows have been um have made a lasting impression on you and uh you know we'll uh we'll hopefully be able to tackle some of those in the upcoming episodes all right well well thanks jess <laughs> thanks g <laughs>